0: Welcome to Exploring Cleveland. I'm Heidi. And I'm Tony. And
1: we are two friends living in Northeast Ohio.
0: Doing a podcast telling the world about Cleveland.
1: Join us as we retell our adventures exploring this great city. We hope that these adventures help to inspire you to make your own Cleveland memories.
0: We have yet to
1: choose our new name
0: right but we we have a few things in mind
1: we do but i want to start first of all that i'm directionally challenged yes you are I will we you understand
0: that. that we know when we take our road trips
1: but what do you have to say about our most recent road trip
0: it was horrible the drive
1: no that's not what you're supposed to talk
0: Oh, the drive-in was horrible, though. The drive-in
1: was horrible. I will give you that. So, wait.
0: Let me just tell you guys, okay? So, I told Heidi, because I drove to Heidi's house, and then we drove down to Castle Noel. So, we went to Medina, Ohio to see the Medina ice sculptures. Yes. And to go to Castle Noel. But I told Heidi on my way over to her house (laughs) that it was whiteout conditions,
1: Yeah, I didn't believe you.
0: No, I know you didn't believe me because she's like, Well, I've already been out and about and I went and got an oil change. And, you know, yeah, she was like, It was
1: blue skies and it was fine. It was now it was cold.
0: Yes, it was very, and it was very, because I got
1: gas and I was like, Oh my gosh. And I texted you at the gas station and said, Please bring your coat. Because Tony doesn't believe in wearing a coat. I don't
0: own a coat.
1: Anyways, I was pumping gas and I thought to myself, I don't care how warm you freaking run. It is cold out today. We live in Northeast Ohio. Anyway, so she gets to the house. She says, I was just in a whiteout. It was really tough to drive over here. And I'm like, oh, whatever. The sun is shining. I don't know what the hell you're thinking. You have brain issues. Yeah. So we we get off 271 South, and uh, we probably drove like 35 miles an hour on the freeway.
0: Yeah, if that. At times it was slower. Because why?
1: We could not see five feet in front of us. Right.
0: there are There's a TikTok showing you, and that wasn't even the worst part of the driving. There were times that we literally could not see in front of the car.
1: However, despite the weather conditions, we got there safely.
0: We did, thank God.
1: And then we got to Castle Noel, Tony, without any directions. We did.
0: And there is a TikTok about this, too. So visit our TikTok page, Exploring Cleveland. And
1: no U-turns.
0: No U-turns. No running around the block. No directions. We didn't have to use the GPS. Nothing. And Heidi got us there. And into the parking lot of Castle Noel.
1: (laughs) True. That is true. Into the parking lot of Castle Noel. So that's talking about location. If you've ever been to Medina, Ohio, it's southwest of the actual city of Cleveland. The center of town is a square. Yes. And it can get tricky driving through the square only because I believe it's one way. Some of
0: the roads are one way. Right. Yes.
1: And I think if you miss your turn, you might have to drive through the square a few times. And especially if you're looking for parking, right? Because there's street parking that's through the square. There's sometimes business or side street parking.
0: I did see a garage there down there
1: also. Oh, yeah. But I think that's for the courthouse. But you probably can't park there anytime. On the
0: weekends, I'm yeah. sure you could park there anytime.
1: So, Castle Noel, though, is on one of those side streets. Yes. It's not actually on the square. It's on one of the side streets. And it actually is in an old church.
0: It is. Is it
1: a Methodist church, did they say? They did
0: say it was a Methodist church.
1: Okay. There's a parking lot attached. We have somehow managed to find parking in there, which surprised me. Now, I don't think typically it's hard to find parking at Castle Noel's parking lot, but we coordinated our trip with the Medina Ice Sculptures. Yes. Which is a yearly thing that Medina does. Right. And they put sculptures on the outside of the square, meaning like the sidewalks on the outside, and then there's an inner square or field that they put ice sculptures park in there area as well. Maybe, yeah, yeah, park.
0: And up and down a little, the side streets a little bit too.
1: Yes. There were some ice sculptures there too. I have to say I want to talk about the ice sculptures because man, they were pretty cool. They were. They were very detailed. They were very intricate with their details. I don't know, I enjoyed looking at them.
0: I did too. They were beautiful. Very creative. Very much so. They were sponsored by local businesses.
1: I have to be honest with you, I have never been to the Medina Ice Sculpture. Me neither. But I also will be honest with you, I was telling Paul, it was so cold that day. The wind was so cold that I was kind of like (laughs) trying to convince you to go into shops so we could go in. (laughs) So I saw a shop that was all about dogs and dog <laughs> treats, and I was like, "Yes, let's go in." Because I was so cold. It was. It was.
0: It was very cold that day.
1: Yeah, bitter. cold. And, and it
0: wasn't. You know what the problem was? It wasn't so much the temperature. It was the wind blowing. The wind was blowing like crazy.
1: And blowing like below zero temperatures.
0: Yeah, it was the wind. I don't even know what the wind
1: chill was i don't day,
0: either but it but... was the next day nippy but the next day was like a perfect day to go oh, I know. The...
1: <laughs> if the sun was shining yeah
0: the wind was not blowing i was, was actually yeah.
1: afraid the next day that those ice sculptures would have melted
0: no i think it would have been the perfect day
1: but it was actually sunny and nice
0: yeah it was
1: But there were all kinds of fun ice sculptures that we saw up and down the streets. And we
0: took pictures, so we will post those on social media.
1: Okay, so we walked around in this store for a bit, you know, stalling time, because it was freezing outside. And then it was about time for us to get to our Castle Noel tour.
0: Now, a couple things we need to mention. Parking was free. You must buy your tickets ahead of time. You have to schedule your time to go.
1: They're booked in advance. We honestly lucked out because we were one night planning ahead and trying to figure out what we were going to do next. And we looked into Castle Noel. We looked into the price of the tickets. And coincidentally, the next available tour date Was the day that we had wanted. And this was weeks in advance. So Tickets are about $25 a piece plus tax. They continuously kept emailing me like it's two hours to your tour time. It's 24 hours to your tour time. They want you to get there 10 minutes before your tour time.
0: You enter through the gift shop, which is actually next to the church. If you're entering from the parking lot, you'll see the mini golf and you're going to go past the church, and then it's the next building.
1: Right. So I pulled up the email. It says right here, the tours leave on time. They do not wait for somebody before checking in. They cannot guarantee another time slot if they are sold out. If there is an issue, you can call their phone number. Beer, wine, and vodka Ritas are available to purchase upon arrival and to be taken upon your tour. I don't know where those were. We missed they may out. Maybe
0: behind the counter. They had a dog behind the counter that I saw when we yeah, left.
1: that's true. So. Oh, oh, oh. Now, we didn't bring children with us, but I thought this was super cool, especially probably around Christmas time. It says, Please have children bring a letter, a card, a note, or a smiley face on a piece of paper to put in Santa's mail room on the moving conveyor belt. Children love to see their card moved into Santa's bag. Yes. So that's fun.
0: It's very cool. And I
1: bet you around the holidays that gets pretty booked up. Yeah. So you're going to want to book your tickets. If you are not feeling well or if you're unvaccinated, they're recommending that you wear a mask. Now getting to the tour. Everything about this place, no matter what time of year it is, is Christmas from Christmas Music. To Christmas decorations. And they
0: tell you Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah, they tell you Merry Christmas. And every employee that was there was decked out in some sort of Christmas attire. Yes. They were very Christmassy. I mean, this is their bread and butter. Yes. The first step of the tour is we go into this little room and we sit on pews because, again, this used to be an old church. And we play a video. There's lots of videos throughout this whole tour, wouldn't you say? Yes.
0: It's very informative.
1: And it's a husband and wife operation. Yes. So the husband actually has legally changed his name to Mark Claus, like Santa Claus. Yes. And his wife, I'm not sure what her name is, but she kind of gives a little introduction into the video before we get started. Yes. And that first video, he talks about... His family was very Christmas, and his dad was the original Clark Griswold. And his dad would buy the biggest tree and try and jam it into the door. This is a story that he's telling. Yes, so
0: he tells this story. You have to listen to him.
1: Not only did he change his name to Claus, he looks like Santa Claus.
0: Absolutely he does. They have the largest privately owned indoor Christmas decorations
1: and a lot of their decorations are from the movies from christmas yes movies that you all have watched
0: i just want to mention one of the things that i really liked about this is that you get to see everything behind the scenes too you don't just see all of the nice and fancy stuff but you get to see everything like the dusty messes that they have in the back that they need to clean up for the exhibits too right and you get to see him working and putting things together and he puts all of this stuff together
1: himself he he says he's there seven days a week you really gotta love your job (laughs) i was thinking that too like really you don't take a single day off right so you start off sitting there in that main room there's all kinds of posters all over the walls. There's a giant Christmas tree in the corner. You watch a video of him explaining to you what the tour is about to be. And then the tour begins. But we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll tell you all about the fun things that we saw on the tour and the fun things that we experienced. Some of the things weren't so fun for Tony because she has vertigo issues. So we're going to give you a little warning about those things.
0: But they're they're very accommodating. accommodating, They are. We will definitely tell you about that, too. We'll be back after these
1: messages. Stay tuned.
0: If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review.
1: If you visit any of the places that we've talked about, let us know about your adventures on our social media pages.
0: Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram.
1: We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Okay, so we had a little break, and now we're back, and we're going to start the tour of Castle Noel. So it starts with that little video, like I said before the break, and then your very first stop is actually outside. Right. And outside, so there are two uh, Nutcracker statues? Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. They literally are probably like 12 feet high.
0: Oh, these for sure.
1: statues that are out there. And then my most favorite, at the end they said, what was your most favorite thing of the tour? My most favorite thing of the tour was Uncle Eddie's RV.
0: Yes, which they have.
1: They said the rust is the only thing on that RV that's fake. Everything else is a working RV. At the end of the tour, you can take pictures with the RV. You can actually hold the hose... You know, the hose. To Um, see if it's full. Yes. We didn't do that. We just took pictures in front. Right. Just the phrasing of the hose grosses me (laughs) out enough to not touch the hose. We learned at the end of the tour that they actually towed part of a movie set. I believe it was from the Santa Claus from the West Coast to Castle Noel. And they used the RV to tow it. Yes. And one of the things that he said was, could you imagine if you were driving down the highway and you came across this towing monstrosity of this movie set? And I was like, I would have been so distracted by the RV, not by whatever the heck it right. was towing. because
0: the RV looks horrible.
1: The RV looks horrible. And, you know, just to know that it's Cousin Eddie's RV, I don't know that you would know that, but... right." That's what I was more focused on was the RV. It does have Ohio license plates. And it has California plates in the driver's window. I noticed that too. Up in the dashboard. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. So anyways, you're outside for probably two minutes. I just
0: want to point out, they're telling you that you can take pictures after the tour is over because they don't want to hold up the tour. Everything is finely tuned. So there are times to go in for the tours because of how finely tuned everything is.
1: Yeah. And I think the tours are 10 minutes apart.
0: I think so too.
1: Another fun fact about the tour, you're kind of like handed off to one tour guide after another. Each one more jolly than the next. Each one more Christmas festive than the next.
0: Yes, it was great.
1: It was. So we started off with the outdoor and then we went back inside. And they start telling us about this clock.
0: The clock when you first go into that building is gorgeous. And they run that clock for you. It's a cuckoo clock. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, so we start off with this clock and then we continue to move on.
0: And then we go into the room where Mark is actually working. Toyland expansion. He actually has little flyers up. That say that Castle Noel needs your old toys for the I Had That Toyland expansion.
1: On the wall, on the ceiling, everywhere in this exhibit, he's posting board games and game pieces and fun memorabilia.
0: It's the biggest toy collage in the world.
1: And so when we got to that part, he actually talked a little bit to us about what he was doing what he was thinking and they want you to donate if you have old toys in your attic that you're no longer using or that your kids have outgrown or whatever probably even pieces missing of your game that you don't know what to do with i would give it to this guy because he is putting it out on full display yes he is and there's lots of Fun, cool things that you'll remember. Lots of fun, cool things that'll be older than you, regardless of how old you are.
0: Stuff that you're going to look at and say, I didn't know that existed. I know that I saw a few things like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was a thing.
1: But it was pretty cool. And then Tony and I asked him if we could do a selfie with him. He was happy to do so.
0: Yes, it was very nice.
1: Um, one of the rooms that we go into is the Dudley Moore movie. The
0: Santa Claus.
1: Yes, And they've got his costume, one of the animated reindeer.
0: They had Donner, while you're in this room, they're actually showing behind-the-scenes clips about how they've made parts of this movie with the reindeer and everything. And back when this movie was made, they didn't have all of the... the CGI. Right. Right. That they have now. So... It, it's kind of amazing how they made things work well, and they the, used, with this movie.
1: They used miniatures.
0: Yes, they did.
1: And they used like snowflakes and things like this to make it all perfect with the miniatures. Yes. But then the big scenes with Santa and the sleigh, they actually had one reindeer that was animated, which was Donner. Which was Donner, correct. Right. So. They said that they could try to get him to work today, but the fact that he was made in the 80s and they're afraid that he's too fragile. Right. So he just sits in a display case, but they show you a clip from the movie where you can see where they use the miniatures. Not that you would know unless they're pointing it out to you. Right. Yeah,
0: it's very interesting to watch behind the scenes stuff that they show you. Also in there, they have the jacket Vince Vaughn wore and Fred Claus. Right. And then we moved on to the glass bulb room.
1: It literally has a hundred thousand I'm
0: not surprised bulbs it's, in there. it's so gorgeous. It's so beautiful. In it there. is
1: one hundred percent Christmas overload.
0: It's so beautiful. I could live in that room
1: so the cool thing about this room was it also had the chimney squeeze.
0: Yes, so it's like a chimney simulation. Yeah. You know, you feel like Santa Claus going down the chimney. Yeah. So I do want to point out with that, though, if you are in a wheelchair, there is a room that you can go through to bypass that.
1: Right, because we specifically asked about that. What would they do? I thought that they would just, like, deflate the chimney, but they actually said there was a bypass. Right. Which is really cool because there was another point that we're going to get to in a few minutes, I don't want to jump the gun, where they really prove that they go out of their way to make accommodations to people at this place. Yes, absolutely. The glass bulbs, we will definitely post that on Facebook. It's so gorgeous.
0: Yeah. That that was my favorite, honestly. That is Christmas right there.
1: And this is the room I was thinking about when I said you're going to love this place.
0: Oh, that, I mean, I have goosebumps from it right now. But anyways. So let us tell you about this, I don't know, walkway we went through. Yes. They warned you before you went through the walkway. Right. First thing out of their mouth was, does anybody have vertigo? Of course, I raised my hand because I can barely walk in a straight line as it is. He said, okay, we can shut this off for you after everybody goes through. And I said, no, let me try it without shutting it off. Right. So I did not walk straight at all. I was not...
1: Well, I don't know that everybody walked straight through that. I wouldn't necessarily credit that to your personal brain issues that you have. No.
0: A lot of people could not stand up straight in that. Right. I had to lean. Well.
1: One thing that gave you comfort before we even started is they told you there were handrails on both sides. Yes. So you had the support on both sides to hold on to to kind of give you a little bit of Rounding, if and, you will. And
0: balance. So I knew that I wasn't going to fall over because I could lean on
1: the rail. So when you're walking through on this catwalk-type bridge, you're walking in a tube. And the tube itself yes. spins. It's called the Blizzard Vortex, if I'm remembering it correctly. And so it, that's what it does is it kind of spins. And they do they have, like, snow in there or no it just looks like it with the spinning i
0: think so yeah it it just looks like it with the spinning
1: okay and then you have to get to the other side but you did it you got through it
0: right but at
1: the end you were a little woozy at the end yeah so
0: i needed to hold on to heidi for a little
1: bit right which was fine i knew that that was going to be the case yeah so, I wanted to point that out too, but they were willing to accommodate. Yes, they said you that they that. would
0: turn it off after everybody else got through. Right. If need be.
1: Right. So, but
0: I really wanted to experience it. So,
1: Right. And we did. Yes. Then we go on to the Danny DeVito movie, Deck the Halls, I think yes, it's called, right? Yes, that's
0: exactly what it's called.
1: And again, they show Hollywood magic behind the scenes where they show
0: the house is decorated. But
1: it's miniature.
0: Correct. And all the music to it and everything, when the lights
1: go to the beat go of the to music. The, yes. Right. Yes.
0: So I actually posted a video of that on TikTok also. Okay. Um, It's just a portion of that, too. It's not even the whole show. Right. So, uh, check that out too when you get a chance.
1: But it's really cool. I love Christmas houses that do that. There are some people who actually deck out, like probably Danny DeVito did in that oh, movie, yeah, right? Absolutely. And they put their blinking lights to the rhythm of a song. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's pretty cool. They show the whole animation of what was in the movie there at the Castle Noel. So, it's pretty interesting that he gets access and acquires all of these things from the Hollywood movie Magic.
0: I think it's great that that he gets all of this stuff and displays it.
1: Mm-hmm. As it was yes. meant to be seen. And
0: the thing is, is that he rebuilds all of this stuff to look exactly the way that it looked. And some of this stuff he gets in pieces.
1: You know what I think is even more... Special than all of that is that it's in our own backyard. Yes. I mean, literally, it's in our own backyard. It cost us 25 bucks each to get in. Yes. It was a 90 minute tour. We should mention that as well. Right. There was so much to see. And like Tony said, he is acquiring this stuff. He's putting it back together as we remember it from our Christmas movie Magic. Right.
0: Even some of the trees are decorated to like you know look like they did back when we were younger and they even say that they switch out the
1: yeah so you can go
0: exhibits more yeah.
1: times and you're not always going to see the same thing so the next place we go to is a christmas carol like london street i think they called it and i think so yeah and in london street they show windows of different costumes that the different characters wore and you know, Christmas Carol, it's so iconic, right? The ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. And Scrooge himself. This was the Patrick Stewart version.
0: Yeah, and I've never seen that version. They show a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. You know, like this specifically tells you about these costumes right? in this room. And I recommend listening to this one and the time it took to find the fabric to make these costumes. So then we moved on to the next room, which was elf. about Elf.
1: Yeah. People are going to love this room.
0: Yes. If you look up when you're in this room, yeah. it has all these. Um, paper cutouts. Yes. That
1: he does. Remember the night before at the mall, he hears that Santa's coming. So what does he do? Part of that is these paper cutouts.
0: Yes. And they're all over in the ceiling of this room. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. It's, these paper cutouts are It's beautiful. Are there was a deleted scene that yes. they show you from the movie, and right. they explain why it was deleted. The costume, of course, that Buddy wore, and then other costumes within a case there as well. And, and these then, are the
1: real costumes. Yes, These are they not are. replicas, right? So, you know, you can see, like, how big an actor is. When we were at the end, there was a woman who said she thought that an actor would have been bigger. I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. But you can see, like, Will Farrell's a pretty tall man. Yep. And you can see that in representation of the costumes that he wore. So. And
0: then, um, you know, if you're from Cleveland, you remembered Mr. Jingling. They have Mr. Jingling's costume as well in the same room with Buddy. And then we move on to Christmas with the Cranks.
1: Oh my gosh, this was such a fun. Little it was so
0: very fun. But I don't I don't want to tell people about yeah, this. Yeah, I agree. So I was just gonna say I think you need to go and visit Castle Noel yourself to right. experience this room. I just wanna let you know that they have the snowman that he used to put on the roof, and you need to go see that for yourself. But that was definitely a fun room.
1: And this snowman's like ten feet tall.
0: He's huge. Yeah. He's just as big as you think he would be.
1: They show a little clip from the movie.
0: They have the jackets, you know, when they're at the airport dropping off their daughter and the snowman head from the basement. So then from that room, we head up some stairs. And again, I wanna point out that I asked if somebody was in a wheelchair, what do they do in that case? And the young lady that was there said that they take him to the side and they have a video to show them the displays of what they have upstairs.
1: Before we talk about the stairs though, because I just we're we're kinda guys going through our pictures to remember the tour because the tour is ninety minutes long. Yes. So there's a lot to remember and a lot to take in. But I do want to point out that they had hand sanitizers throughout the tour. Oh yes. And one of the fun things is that they kinda dressed up the hand sanitizers to be in correlation as part of the tour. So, the one that, before we go up the stairs, I took a picture of, um, have fun in your journey of New York City. That's what the hand yes. says, right? So, we're going to go upstairs now, and we're going to see all of the window displays.
0: From Saks Fifth Avenue. From
1: Saks Fifth Avenue, yes. Yes.
0: So, I do want to point out, too, that once we got up the stairs, yes. they had what is called a rollator. So it's like a walker on wheels that right. has a seat on it. So if if you need to use that, they have these throughout the tour. At the beginning of the tour, I saw one. Up the top of the stairs, I saw one. And they do tell you at the beginning you're welcome to use those if you don't have anything like that with you.
1: And we had a woman on our tour who was a little older. Yes. Still having a great time, still getting around. Um, but I believe she was using a cane. Yes. And by the time we had gotten upstairs, she had asked for that, which was given to her.
0: Yes, they by actually the tour guide. they actually got her a chair first, and they said, "You know what? Maybe this rollator might work better for her." So they went ahead and got her the rollator, which was not a problem. Nope. Um. Very
1: accommodating. Very, very, very
0: accommodating. much so. So, and then we. We're looking at these Saks Fifth Avenue windows. Now, I just want to point out again that Mark takes his time to recreate all of this for us to enjoy.
1: New York City Christmas time, the display windows at Saks Fifth Avenue, at Bloomingdale's, right? They put together a Christmas display. Now, they do not want people to get, and they explain this during the tour, they do not want people to get pieces and parts of this display. Right. So they basically try to retire that whole scene or scenery of the window. But Mark works with them. He has built relationships with these people in New York City where he's able to go and acquire – all of the contents of that display and he
0: rebuilds.
1: rebuilds it so that it looks like it did in new york city
0: yes they give you a lot of history about it
1: and i don't know if the if it's next i'm assuming it's next but guys please don't hold us to the tour details but then was the bloomingdales yes And that one, Tony could not handle. Because
0: there's mirrors and sparkly everywhere. And everything
1: was spinning. Yes. Yeah.
0: And so I could not stand up straight in that room. No. So I had to hold on to Heidi. And And I was like,
1: (laughs) I found the tour guide and I'm like, dude, where is the next place we need to get out of this room? (laughs) So she let us go out of the room, which was very kind of her. The other people... From our group, um, they still stayed behind. And right. Looked and looked at all the things. Right.
0: they Yeah, they continued their portion of the tour. Uh-huh. She let us go move on to the next room.
1: And we just waited for everybody else to join us. Right. Which wasn't we we long. took
0: some pictures in there. Oh, yeah. They had a bunch of Christmas trees in there. They did. So I had to take pictures of that.
1: I don't know about you, but this was one of my most favorite things.
0: Oh, it was great. <laughs> It was great. I mean,
1: how could it, was, it not be? It was so fun in that room. It was. Again, there's another Mark Claus video. He's singing Let,
0: Let It, it go. go. He's
1: lip-syncing. Yes,
0: lip lip-syncing Let It Go. Let
1: It Go, and it's so fun.
0: He just seems like the jolliest
1: such, person. Yes. Yes, for sure. Such
0: a fun guy. Yes.
1: He has literally got Christmas spirit all year round, I feel.
0: And can I point out too there are some Santa clauses in some of these exhibits that look just like him.
1: Oh my gosh, that is true. That is 100% true.
0: Or he looks just like them? I don't know, but I was yeah. like, "Look at
1: that." Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I mean, this guy was born to have the name Claus. Yes. He really was. He's so hero. he so he is singing let it go, and then all of a sudden it starts snowing in the room. Yes! Oh my gosh, it was
0: <laughs> the, it was the greatest.
1: Yeah. And then we all sang Jingle Bells together.
0: Well, wait. Oh, you got it. the video started like glitching out, acting oh, like it was glitching right, out. Right, 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 right. And and the screen lifts up, and yes. there's this big I don't know, like, like a Oh, yeah. And he starts singing Jingle Bells.
1: And we have to sing Jingle Bells with him. we have to sing
0: Jingle Bells with him. Well, you got to sing Let It Go, too. I mean, who doesn't sing Let It Go?
1: Right. And then we get passed off to the next tour guide, who takes us kind of towards the end. We still have a few more little exhibits to look at. But then we go into the Grand Ballroom.
0: Now, when you walk into the Grand Ballroom, there's a big castle above your head.
1: And that's the castle that the RV towed.
0: Okay, I don't know what the castle is from. Oh, it's the Grand Hall.
1: Okay, the Grand Hall. Grand Hall. Okay.
0: That castle has 120 miles of fiber optic lights.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: It's beautiful. We spent a lot of time in there.
1: There's a lot of things thrown together. They talk about the, was it the Grinch that they talked about in there? They talked a lot about like Jim Carrey being the Grinch, but they also mentioned in the Grinch movie, this was something that was near and dear to your heart, right? That there were six dogs. Yes. Oh. There were six dogs. That who played eat- Max. Right. And at the end of the movie, all six of those dogs were They were, were all foster- shelter dogs. Yes.
0: And they were all adopted.
1: And they were all adopted out after the movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. How wonderful was that?
0: I know. You know, the tour kept going without us because we were taking pictures in there and everything. Right. Tim Allen's Santa Claus head was in there. Oh, right. The whole Grinch costume is in there. Yes.
1: Then the tour ends with...
0: The slide from A Christmas Story. So
1: again, all of our episodes sometimes always lead back to one another. Yes. Well, I kind of figured this one, of course, would lead back to A Christmas Story.
0: The oldest woman... To go down the slide was how old?
1: 101? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Good for her.
0: Yep, absolutely. I mean, seriously good
1: for her. Yes. Spoiler alert, as if you were in suspense, right? We did it. So we get to the top. There's the Santa throne. They take your picture up there, like professional Santa pictures. Yes. And then you go down the slide and you get to push your friend down the slide. Yes. The slide is fine. You go down pretty fast.
0: Oh yeah, that was cool.
1: You have to carry a sack up the stairs and you have to sit in the sack. Yes. There's somebody up there to help you right. with all of that. And then you gather your stuff and then there's a person who helps you if you want to buy any of the pictures. Which I didn't think was all that bad. We again bought the pictures. Of
0: course. You yes. Have
1: to. Which, you know, I thought it was fun to watch us go down the slide. Because they take a picture of you at the top of the slide as you're going down the slide.
0: Right. When you first start going down the slide. So they make you put your hands up.
1: Right. And you can see the person behind you pushing you, too. And they give you the right. She said that we could make copies of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then your tour ends back outside. And that's where you can now take pictures of the RV if you want to. or. Check to see if the... If it's full. Yes. The hosing is full. Whatever you want to do with that. And then you end in the gift shop.
0: Yes. And they have lots of cool stuff in the gift shop. Oh, my gosh.
1: They have all kinds of things in there. Yeah. And big, giant Christmas trees with big, giant Christmas bulbs on them.
0: Yes. Beautiful Christmas trees.
1: And on the outside, their windows are also displayed. Like, they have displays inside their windows just like... The windows we saw inside. Right. Tony kind of mentioned this in the beginning, but they also do glow in the dark 3D golfing. Yes. I believe all the things inside that indoor golf course are all done by him. We didn't do it on this tour. There was so much that we did in this little jam-packed day that we did.
0: It was a really good
1: time. So, yeah. Another great adventure.
0: And I just want to point out, there are a lot of restaurants around there, too. We happened to stop at 17 Public Square. They had good drinks, good food. I had a burger and fries. The fries were to die for.
1: And I had a meatball sub that was, like, 10 inches long. Oh, my gosh. We
0: had appetizers, too. There's spinach dip. That (coughs) spinach
1: dip. I have to say it was hot, it was bubbly, it was burnt,
0: and it was a spinach and cheese dip. It wasn't spinach and artichoke, yeah, it was a spinach and cheese dip. It was good. I really love spinach, so oh, and the pretzels <laughs> with the beer cheese, if they have pretzels, I'll always get pretzels, yes, you will, yeah, but it was a it was a good pick. That was the first restaurant we saw, and we were starving, so
1: yeah, so Tony again, cheers to you because this podcast. Although it's more work than I anticipated originally. It
0: definitely is.
1: (laughs) It really is so much fun to do this.
0: It's a job we enjoy.
1: It really is. And we're really trying hard to make it a success. And so we thank all of you who have been supportive and listening to us thus far. All of you who have been following us on social media.
0: Please, you know, share with your friends. Yep. We try to... uh, get it out there as much as we can we do need to work a little harder we have to come up with a new name before we try and push it too much we'll get that going soon yes yes so but as always thanks for listening until next time exploring cleveland was created and produced by heidi johnson and tony gambino Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next, or if you are a local business that would like to advertise on our podcast, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. All rights reserved.